Dear love interests, we made the perfect match. You were my African prince, and I your cabbage patch. But somewhere along the lines, you said you had some itches you need to scratch. Then I met some bitches I almost had to snatch. The ways in which you've hurt me can never fully be told. But there is a silver lining in this tale of two poles. You met me in the midst of many things. Shedding skin, sprouting wings, looking at life as a spiritual being through a human lens, having conversations with God about so many things. This show is your invitation. The Poet God is the conversation. If you listened to episode three, I am heterosexual Jazzy, not polyamorous Annie. You know that Jasmine had so much more to tell. And she does in this tale of two poles. I hope you're enjoying our Dear Love Interest series. And if so, please share and leave a written review so we can keep on telling these stories as we love to do. So without further ado, here's a tale of two poles. actually decided to break up how did that all kind of unfold how much was the family involved in that too um i would say for me my my family was i I would say the turning point was him meeting my dad okay slight backstory okay my dad's in the military he lives in korea right now he came home to visit Uh uh-huh um he met denzel it didn't go good. Ooh. So that's after the, the... Why didn't it go good? Um. Well, for one, he didn't know my dad's name. <laughs> that's one. But and I took a little bit a bit of blame because I never told him. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's my, my dad and, uh-huh. and whatever. Um, but it just... my He saw right through him. That's how that goes. Um, that's how that went. And how did he, did he, how did, what did he say? How did he feel um, about he just, him? He, my dad didn't really like him, mm-hmm. but my dad's also a person. He's like, I'll support whatever decision you make. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. I could literally like walk into the gates of hell and he'll be like, well, if, it, if you like the heat, <laughs> <laughs> you know, go on. But, um, because there's always room for improvement too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why he's that way. Okay. But my dad just was not with that at the time. I mean, I had let him know 
kind of what had gone on. Oh, you did? Of yeah. Course. I mean, because, like, that's, I, my dad is, like, my best friend. Right. So, and do you think, did that color what he might have felt when he met him, when he actually met him, knowing all of the backstory? Well, I talked to him about it prior to, but I said, everything's been going okay. Okay. But when I, when I had spoken to him later about Okay. Okay. It, um, so, he didn't factor that into there. Okay. Um, as far as I know. Right, right. But even then, it just kind of, it's kind of like he, Denzel wasn't sure of himself either, so like, right. that's like, how are you going to protect her? How are you going to, he's one of those kind of guys. Gotcha. How are you going to provide? How are you going to protect? How are you going to make sure that she's fine? What addition are you to her? Right. He's one of those. Right. Um, right. And I think, especially where he was at that time, mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, like, ballsy enough, let's say, to be like, I gotta tell you shit, you know, or anything like that. Excuse me. Uh-huh. I think that was a thing. But when I spoke to him afterward, we were going home, and he was just like, that didn't go good at all. I was like, okay. Who said that? Denzel? Uh, Denzel. Okay. Denzel said it. I was like, what happened? And he was like, I just don't think it's good. And he was like, talking to me, I was like, oh, I'm not good enough for you, blah, blah, blah. That kind of talk. Okay. And I was like, if you weren't good enough for me, I promise you, we would have left a long time ago. Okay, I didn't have <laughs> too much time. <laughs> you know, because you can see potential in other people that they don't see themselves. Yeah, that's true. Um, that is true. So, that's hmm. how that happened. I, I think that was a turning point for him, not so much for me. Okay, of uh, uh, Okay. But I think a lot of just... A mental shift? Yeah, emotional mental, shift? Yeah, a mental emotional shift on his part. Mm-hmm. I think also I'm a very fighty person. Mm-hmm. I'll fight for whatever mm-hmm. until the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that he wasn't that kind of person either, but mm-hmm. um, basically you can't tell me what I mean. Right. As far as I'm concerned, I'm like, you're not screwing my dad. <laughs> you're screwing right. me. So Exactly. Bump whatever he says, but there's also ways you can fix that later. Right. You know, because I mean, I'm 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 sure there's been plenty of situations where initial meetings with, you know, somebody, a dad and a, you know, boyfriend didn't go well, but they ended up working it out later on. So you know, yeah, I get it. Yeah, because my thing is, you can always ask, well, how can I improve? Right. What should I do? Right. You know, you can have that conversation with them. I mean, they could bond later. You know. Yeah, I mean, shoot, we were nineteen and (laughs) twenty. Right. Where it's not like I, we were like thirty five, right? Right. That's already done, but um, but yeah, I think that was a turning point, and then, um, then I just remember over the phone, you know, you kind of know when things are gonna. Yeah, it's shifted. Good. Yeah. Um, was he more distant? I wouldn't say necessarily more distant, but you kind of get this feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was going through his discovering himself trying to figure out what he likes what he doesn't like okay um as far as people right right um then we had already because i think we were doing okay for the situation i think for me it just hurt me mm-hmm. because i kind of felt because i had dealt with a it's not technically cheating because we weren't together but he was talking to another girl as well and it kind of brought those feelings back up and uh-huh. I think for me because i'm someone who cannot um even Imagine engaging with another person. So wait a minute. When did other, when did the other girl come into play? She didn't come into play. I think it's like when you. So we were working past that. Uh huh. But it's still something that you just think about. Right. Right. Because for me, I recognized one thing. I will say that came out of that situation that he's an honest guy. Okay. Because he could have easily just cheated. Right. <laughs> easily. Okay. But you know, he gives me he gives me, he gave me the respect mm-hmm. of saying, "Hey, this is a potential." 
thing that I think may work if that's what he was feeling. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So whereas the first time it was like I had to find out. Oh, I found out on Valentine's Day that I wasn't his Valentine. So I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, you said <laughs> to the garbage. Oh, my God. Oh, I found out, like, right before Valentine's Day. Something oh, like my God. From another homie. But, you know, it was a whole lot of scheming, you know. Right. Oh, my goodness. But I never had to do that with him. I never had to worry about his whereabouts. Never right. Never worry about what's he doing, where is he going, because I'm not going to do that. Right. In a relationship. You if shouldn't have to, to. If I have to do that, that means I need to be your mom. And I have to. Yeah. And I'm not here for that. Right. Um, but I think for me, it was just like that... Not saying the dad thing was one thing, but in the back of my head, it's like, you know how you're still trying to go through? You're still trying to let go. Right. But it's hard to let go. It's hard to let go. Plus, like we've said, this is my first relationship. Right. Yeah. And then also I'm a product of um, infidelity. relationship. My my parents um, were in a relationship where both of them really were being unfaithful and oh, really? they got a divorce mm. and it's it's not good hmm. I know I it took me a long time mm. to get okay so I don't want that ever so you're life. saying you found out that you were a product of infidelity oh I've known for years oh you've known for years but it's just I was like so young it's like you can't say anything right it's like you want to be like why are you in grown folks' business? Bro? Right, right. Can't be in grown folks' business. Interesting. So they 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 divorced with from who they were with, and they got together. No, no, no. They no, no, no. They my parents were married, mm-hmm. um, and they had their infidelities within their own marriage. Uh huh. So when they got their divorce, especially, um, I know what it's like. I know how it feels. I know I don't want to bring that. Oh, I see what you're saying. My children. Gotcha. You see what I'm gotcha. saying? Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Even if it's just the beginning, because I don't date for fun. I date right. for potential lifelong partnership. Right, 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 right. So I don't want that in my life. Uh, of course. So I for understand. me, I think I was still hurt. And I'll never forget, we were in the car. This is my BET moment, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, he was like, I keep saying sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, you hurt me! <laughs> <laughs> So what was he apologizing for exactly in that moment? Um, I think just a bit of everything. Oh, okay. It was just where things were going. And mm. Like, because I, I, I know I kind of started to peel back a little bit. Mm. I know I kind of got this done. Mm-hmm. But as far as the breakup was concerned, it was like, Denzel's on the phone, I'm on the phone. He's like, hey, so, you know, I'm not good at breakups. And I was just like, Bloop. You hung up on him? Yeah, I cried. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, okay, goodbye. And then um, I didn't talk to him for a few days. Wow. Um, and I'll never forget Lucas. I had, I came to class. <laughs> and I was going to class. And I saw Lucas. And Lucas was like, Jasmine, what's going on? And I was like, oh, he thought it was good just to break up with me. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Because he was looking for me. Mm. Uh, Denzel. Denzel was looking for me. Oh, okay. And he, that's how Lucas knew there was some type of thing going on. Thing going on. Yeah, because because yeah, you were after you hung up the phone, you didn't answer none of his. Yeah, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't talking. I wasn't. I didn't pick him. I didn't pick him up for school. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like f up your whole world. Now you gotta take Marta. But no, right. but um, not like in a negative way. No, not <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and you do this and then I come do the same routine stuff every day. Of course not. I mean, it would be kind of. <laughs> Psychotic. So, um, but we ended up having our discussion, uh-huh. and he was just like, you know, I need to. 
he was like, I don't know if I'm bisexual or not. I don't know this, this, and that. You know, he didn't know how he felt mm. for himself. So I was just like, well, this is when we're having our civil conversation, okay? Right, right. At my house, because I'm, you know, I right. was like, I'm not about to sit here and do this whole... Last time we had a talk at your house... She was about to go down. <laughs> like, okay. so we're gonna have it in my house. Now we're in Oprah, so we're more, you know. <laughs> more resolved. Victor, I never forget. We were at the uh, in our formal dining room, or form not the formal dining room. It was like our formal like meeting room. Right. Um, and so he would just tell. He was like just talking to me, and we were like, okay, so where are we going from here? Like, mm. what's going on? Because mm-hmm. it's obviously it's been crazy. Right. Um. So he, unla- he lays all that down to me, and then I'll never forget. He was just like, "Well, he's like, oh, he's like, what do you want me to do?" He was just like, "If you, he's like, if you want to stay together, we can stay together." But my thing is, I, I would never want to be with someone just because I asked them to. The more I talk to Jasmine, there's one thing that's becoming increasingly clear: she's growing into a phenomenal woman. We'll be right back after these messages. I knew I had to find a way to create this podcast. As all creators know, it can be a long process to bringing something that you love to life. You ask yourself the question, how can I fail? How can I fail when I must do this? for my soul to exhale. Late nights, internal fights, it all seems like a small price to pay. If I can go to sleep satisfied at the end of the day. And that's why I'm committed to leaving it all on the table, to making this podcast a reflection of everything I am able to give. Because I want to see this dream live. Now you can be a part of making that vision a reality. By making a small monthly donation to help sustain the future of this podcast. Apple Podcast listeners can click details at the bottom of each episode to find the Become a Supporter of this podcast link. Or go directly to the support page at Anchor dot fm slash the poet god slash support that's anchor dot fm slash the poet god slash support thank you so much for empowering independent creators like me Three. Oh my god <laughs> but no uh-huh. uh, that, I'm just kidding on that but um, but for real I was just like if it takes for you to be in that polyamorous relationship, polyamorous relationship if it takes for you to date a guy mm-hmm. if it takes for you to to experience mm-hmm. these different types of relationships that you feel like you may, may be in or that um, you may feel because feelings may change okay yeah I know a whole lot of now Christian girls that were lesbians back in school <laughs> they oh, they kind of they're all you know now they're all 
gays go to hell. I'm like, but you really? were gay in 10th grade, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you were dating my homie Olivia. Oh, my <laughs> but, God. But right. obviously it's an extreme. Right. But right. people, sometimes people need to be in those relationships to uh-huh. see if they like that. Yeah. I mean... Listen, it's like, you know, I heard somebody say it once, and it was, you know, very eloquent, is that people should be allowed to find out who they are without having labels that were weaponized to, you know, make them feel (laughs) a certain way, you know? And um, I think essentially, like, that's what you're saying, and uh, I think the problem comes in is, and, and like you said, I think... I, I think I can, you know, uh, stand with you and say, yeah, he seemed like a, like he was as honest as he knew how to be mm-hmm. um, yeah. in, in, in the whole situation. Um, but sometimes the honesty it doesn't prevent um, other people from being hurt, unfortunately. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And I definitely feel that. I mean, my thing is, I'll always have love for Denzel. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, you know, when we had that talk, I was just like... This is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I had to... I have a spiritual coach. Mm-hmm. I talked to her a little bit about it. And mm-hmm. she was saying, like, you, that was your lesson in learning to let go. Mm-hmm. Because I cling to stuff like babies. Mm. <laughs> you know, they always got their hands in a fist. Right. Um, but for me, I was like, if this is what it takes for you, mm-hmm. that's, I feel like, showing true love. Right. I, I could not love him knowing that the only reason he's here is because... I needed him. I needed him there. Right. Or anything like that. Right. Um, right. Because I need him to... I don't want to put him in a box. Right. I'm not saying I control his life, but... No, right. It's, like, it's like, imagine I put you in a box, mm-hmm. and now it's like you have to just be this, and now you're miserable, and mm-hmm. you don't even have the opportunity to see what you're like. Because mm-hmm. one thing is, at the end of the day, if he goes from being pansexual, bisexual... Um, wearing punk clothes and then he ends up being a straight black guy that wears plaid at 60 then at least he's had the experience right um but for me it was just like I had to learn to let go and um you know I was just like I just can't be a part of that right cause I I'm the only one (laughs) (laughs) mainly but you know my thing is you know if you that's how people get caught in this whole uh you know people being 20 years 20 years deep in marriage and then out of nowhere it's like oh uh, well, yeah like I actually like guys I'm so sorry <laughs> it's like excuse me ma'am you didn't know right yeah <laughs> but it's I don't even think it's always the, the women mm-hmm. that are let's say the women that are in those relationships or the males mm-hmm. that was more less common yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of it's that a lot of women don't want to let go of oh we have the kids or we have the house that kind of thing mm-hmm. and that because sometimes you have to tell the man right like Hey, you gotta go do you. Right, you know, and it's also interesting you, you, that you make that point. That sometimes you know it's 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 more of a polarizing story. Oh, your husband is gay, but sometimes it's the wife that's gay. Oh yeah, you know. Um, and uh, society seems to be more accepting of her. Oh yeah, than him, um, and more apologetic for her than him. Um, but. I think, you know, um, whether it's, as he had said in his interview, the expectations of, you know, um, what the church puts on you, what the black community puts on you, what all of that comes from just creates this dynamic where people growing into 
their truth feel like they can't tell the truth mm-hmm. about that truth. Exactly. Because we, we want to hear every other truth except for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, you know, I think just people on a, on a spiritual level, uh-huh. I mean, it's small things like questions like, what if God is a woman? Mm-hmm. Okay, that changes the whole game oh. for some people. Oh, yeah. But, um... But I know for me, the, the, the way that my household is, especially right now, mm-hmm. uh, as far as like me and like my mom, the relationship with my mom, it's like you can love God. You can you can be this person. You can be a say God fearing woman or a mm-hmm. God fearing man. But you can go out there and you can go explore your life. Right. You can go do what you feel like you need. My mom told me your family seems really evolved, by the way. My mother. My mother is really evolved. My dad, he. <laughs> not so much I think it's because he he learned what he lost okay he yeah he now wants me to be, he wants me to be like oh you know you're a girl so just keep it together me I'm out there okay uh-huh. but my mom told me I'll never forget she was like you know what Jasmine sometimes you just gotta go out there and just be a hoe <laughs> <laughs> your mother told you that yes she did and, and oh my with god the dynamic of our house it's like oh my god it's, it's saying that not saying you go out there and be wrecking homes right but it's just like Live your Live life. Live your life. I am 21 years old now. Mm-hmm. I'm single. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily being a hoe. It's just going out there. See what you like. Right. And you right. don't have to be a hoe for no bodies necessarily, but be a hoe for sports. Be a hoe for hobbies. and new Right, right, if right, right. I, I love that. I love that. If I hadn't been, let's say, had I stayed in that relationship. Because mm-hmm. I realized, too, in that relationship, I was... Even myself, I kind of, like, detracted from doing the stuff that I used to do mm-hmm. and things like that. Not in a bad way. I just... You were focused on... Yeah, on, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so, but I realized I stopped losing... I lost, I lost that focus for myself. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I started sewing. I started my little business. Mm-hmm. And then um, I... Something happened one day, and I was just like, what's something so anti-Jasmine? Like, what is that? And I need to go do that. Pole dancing came into my world, and... Oh, wow. It is the best thing that's in awesome the world. I talk about pull I could cry <laughs> <laughs> because it's just like the the family I have there a dance for one one uh, wow it's, it's just you know I, I went in I'll never forget I had just got done with my endoscopy so I was still high mm-hmm. <laughs> um but I felt so like body conscious you know because I'm a juicy woman okay uh-huh. I'm juicy for the audience <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little juicy little thing. Oh my god, I can't with you. I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm tall and I'm round. So, um, but for real. Uh-huh. So you know, you have this this idea of right of who, yeah, who, what like that looks like, and yeah. And I came in, and they were like, "You have to pick a pull name." Mm. So you have an alter ego. Interesting. My name is Olivia. O H um exclamation point Olivia. Mm. Because. If y'all don't know me, y'all don't know me. Akil knows me. <laughs> but either it can be oh or oh. Because <laughs> you're know, so, I'm clumsy. Right. So, um, but I went from being so body conscious, like, oh, no, let me wear, like, long sleeve pants or long sleeve pants. Long sleeve shirt, right. pants and stuff like that. Let me cover myself. And you can't tell me not to put on no shirt. Okay. Right. I hate clothes. <laughs> Interesting. So what did that do for your, like, you know, self-image and your self-esteem and your sense of who Jasmine is and wasn't? Oh, I think 
I think really like it it enhanced everything that I could be. Oh my. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, we have had we do the pole show. Mm-hmm. So for me, me and my, my pole sisters, is, you know, the people that you go to class with. Because, you know, we start off as babies, basically. Right. So you, you go from just looking at a pole, basically, to now you're on the pole. Now you're upside down. Now you're, wow. Now you're spinning. So wow. That's awesome. Things like that. But mm-hmm. so you go in and a lot of and it, it seems to be a lot of the same stories too, mm-hmm. from like my pole sisters and I. Where you come in, you're feeling kind of body conscious. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not you're kind of shy, that kind of thing. And Paul just brings out this, this like, oh my gosh, I am the shit. I right. am she. Right, 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 right. Or he, because there are men. Oh, who, really? Yes, there are men who pole dance. And people always assume it's just like, oh, they just go out there and make money. First of all, it is a sport, baby. Okay? <laughs> if you want a core of a lifetime. Oh, my God. Some good arms. You know, it's really a workout, but... It makes you feel so good. You're wearing high heels, just stomping all over the place like wow. you own it. And I think, you know, even if it's for an hour a week mm-hmm. or two hours a week, it really just for me brings out like, hold on, I am the bomb. And right. you have a community of people around you saying that you are the bomb. And that is exactly what I was just about to say. It, it just, you know reminds me again about the importance of community mm-hmm. how how important it is to have that around you and have people supporting you on your journey and he say I'm on, I'm on the same journey too and we're all gonna figure this out together and help build each other yes. up together and, I mean my thing is your self-esteem can be from anything if you're not comfortable I mean I obviously promote pole mm-hmm. for anybody you can be skinny you right. can be bigger you can be Anything mm-hmm. you could you could do anything, and I just feel like pull for me because y'all know Akil, you know I don't wear heels. Right. <laughs> you will never see me. I think people see me in heels and they get shocked. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What is she doing? Oh, she must have a presentation because she ain't doing this on a regular day." Right. But, so yeah. From from Denzel to the pole. <laughs> Does he like men? That's the question Denzel's mom asked Jasmine. How did she answer? Find out after these messages. I am so excited to be a part of the wonderful world of podcasts and to celebrate I'm giving away a copy of my book, Lies I Never Quite Believed, which averages five stars on Amazon and iBooks. Now, a drawing will be held after each episode of season one. All you have to do to enter is subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on whatever platform you happen to be listening on. And then send me a screenshot at poetgodmail.com at gmail.com that's poetgodmail at gmail.com this giveaway is only eligible for listeners living in the United States of America As we continue with our interview, 
Jasmine tells us what her relationship with Denzel taught her. It taught me a lot. It taught you a lot. It, it made me definitely more. Denzel and I have a great relationship still, I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I feel like I've grown mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell. Basically, I can tell. Denzel's pull to my own. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um oh by the way, Denzel was like everything, okay? You know, people be talking about oh this was my first everything. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure his ego was doing cartwheels right now. But that's that's but, yeah, that's pretty but awesome. It was good. I learned a lot from the relationship. I definitely have a better understanding of um what people go through mm-hmm. as far as like the real stress yeah. of of like coming out because for me in my straight brain I'm just like uh, imagine you know stereotypically you know how the black community talk about white kids right you know white kids will shut up mom and slam the door like, right you know <laughs> we don't do that right but right you know for me, let's see, in in a straight mind, mm-hmm. it's like just tell your mom how you feel, just tell your dad how you feel. Mm-hmm. But it really. Did you ever tell him to talk to his parents? Because then earlier you talked about about that, and you felt that he should just do it. Yes, I I feel like um, I I know his mother knows. Mm-hmm. You um, know she knows. Oh, I know she knows. How's that? Um, because I, I'll never forget when we had we had freshly split mm. and I was being petty and I brought this like two inch by like one inch box of his items <laughs> it was like a Nintendo DS oh okay 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 really just petty stuff that I, I probably should have kept honestly mm-hmm. but um no I was I was coming to bring him some stuff cause that was a cleansing thing for me gotcha I had to like delete him off of social media right. and all that I was, I was cleansing my bubble right right for new things right um but I talked to her and she she asked me she was like, does he, does he like men? Mm. Like, she just asked, she asked in a way where you know she was nervous. Oh, I see, I see. You, you know what I mean? I it's see. kind of like... It's a heavy question. It's a heavy question, but knowing her the way that I know her, because she, believe it or not, you know, mm-hmm. she helped me a lot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Denzel is just like his dad in mm-hmm. many, many ways. Mm-hmm. So when he was going through things, I would go to her mm-hmm. and ask, like, well, what should I do? That's right. right. So for me, the the way that she asked the question, like if she had came to me like, is Denzel okay? I probably would have been like, <laughs> no, I swear. <laughs> but you can kind of tell in her eyes yeah. that she knew. Okay. So, wow. for my healing, and I believe for her, I told her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said. Um, you confirmed. I could. I confirmed. It. Yeah. The way uh, I, I was, because I was nervous. I'm like, <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, f him, but like this is serious. Right. <laughs> right. Um, right. Right. And I just think it was because I knew she wasn't going to do anything to sabotage him. Gotcha. Because speaking to his father is very different than speaking to his mother. Oh yeah. So. My thing is, she knows. Okay. She hasn't, as far as I know, she probably hasn't told. The uh, father. The father. Mm-hmm. Which is understandable. Of course. Because he fears, obviously, the worst. Yeah. But my thing is, at the end of the day, they're going to have to accept it. And of course. I feel like, my thing is, the worst thing that can happen 
I mean, because my, my family, my mom still asks about him all the time. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, you know you can invite Denzel over. Denzel is we're a year and a half past right right but you know it's like you still have support and my thing is whether it be you live with your auntie you live with a friend right Um, if you because you know I've had a friend that his parents were pastors he came out he got kicked out and disowned Mm. but he had so much for unconditional love right I'll tell you Mm. but because that takes them parents Mm -hmm. too I don't think it's the right way to go about it, mm-hmm. but parents also have a, um, some parents don't know how to react. Yeah. So they react in a volatile way. Right. So for him, he got kicked out and disowned, but he had, because he had told someone else, mm-hmm. you know, right. he had someone to go to. Right. Okay. Um, so I think, my thing is, I think no matter what, his mom would be there for him. Okay. Stand up and be that, right. that person. So does um, he know that you had that conversation with with his mom? I think I might have mentioned it. Okay. Not, he knows now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. I mean, because that's what it is. Okay. You know, yeah, I think yeah, I had yeah. mentioned, I'm like, well, you know, she kind of asked about it and I kind of, mm-hmm. mm, you know. And what was his, you remember at all what he might have said? Not really, because I don't think he was catching what I was throwing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, gotcha. Um, but obviously, nothing has crazy has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, like I said, we talk still. Right, so, right, 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 right. Um, it's well. still one of those, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Right. I can only imagine the burning passion she wants to tell you know, her husband. Right. But I feel like she would be there for him. And my thing is, I feel like no matter what you say, I feel like Papa knows. Mm-hmm. It's just the same way she had to process. Yeah. He had to process. Like, you could tell she didn't want the answer to be one thing. Mm-hmm. But she was prepared. For what it was. For what it was. Because I think it just comes down to people's parents. I mean, had if you imagine... The, the gay uh, I say gay but I mean LGBT right like LGBT straight flip if, if being straight was out of the norm right no one wants their kid to be hit hurt right bashed, of course whatever. of course so I understand that so of course I, that's why I think he needs to go ahead and release it because if you release it now or you release it 10 years from now the reaction is going to be the same yeah Granted, you may have your own house in 10 years, but, you know, it's still just... Right. Okay, we already know there's people who are in these closets, okay? Right. There's some designer closets, but we don't know because they ain't open yet. Right. But I just know that there's a lot of people, because I know I dealt a lot with just, like, jeez, like, I was, like, with a guy who was bisexual, didn't know what he was, like, doing, and then he was throwing polyamory in my box, like, (laughs) you know, I got two hands, I can't juggle Two beautiful souls met each other on the way to finding out who they are and what they want in this world. And although their chapter may have ended long before they may have wanted it to, I think all the rest will be informed because of the experiences their relationship brought them to. Johnson, the poet God. Thank you 
for listening.